Hello and welcome to the Health Binge Podcast. I'm Adam Lahey and beside me here is Stephen Ryan. Over the next couple of weeks, I think about 12 weeks or so, we're going to take a trip into helping Stephen lose weight. Over the last 10 years or so, he's been pursuing academia, he's been working on his PhD and as a result of that, he's not put as much concentration into fitness as he should have. And as a result, he's gained a bit of weight, he's not in the best shape. Now, Stephen, how, how, how do we know each other? We know each other from college initially, from the comedy society in college. We started doing comedy around the same time, in about the same time, which is almost a half a decade ago. We've always worked on projects together. We've done plays and little films and things like that. So when Stephen was starting to finish up his PhD, I had the idea that, yeah, you want to you wanna get into shape again. Why don't we make a show about it? Because if we make a show, you can't back out. True. And you sort of fulfill the role as an accountability body exactly and you've got an audience there looking at you that not just me or not just you that will chastise you you people are going to go Stephen needs to cough on that's what we're going to do now lots of people go about very conventional ways of losing weight and I thought if we're going to make a show about this and, and if I'm in charge of this I'm not I'm not going to let them away with doing things the easy way so over the next couple of weeks we're going to try as many different routes of getting into shape so that you can you can try different things and I think that's important too. We're going to try lots and lots of crazy things and at the end of it you're going to come out getting in shape and even open your mind a little bit to some alternative ways of getting into shape. And hopefully lose some weight as well. What's, what, what's your motivation in this? Do you feel a certain way about yourself now that you feel you need to do this? Now is the perfect time. I'm after submitting my thesis in, the, in college. I have a bit of time on my hands. I haven't a job yet. But also we're going into the summer now. And I left it on the long finger for so long that if I'm going to have any bit of hurling or football or any sports this summer, it needs to kind of happen soon. Why I'm so out of shape at the minute was last year I dislocated my elbow while playing football and I uh, got my arm caught between uh, another lad's feet trying to knock a ball away. Bent my elbow directly backwards, it was disgusting. Did it break? Oh, it was bent the whole way back. Like how far did it go back? Like ninety degrees the other way? Pretty much, yeah. But uh, I could, I couldn't look at it. It was gross. It was disgusting. So the, I had to go to the hospital, get it popped back in. I went for physio, and they told me it might never come fully straight again. But it seems to be as straight as something very straight. <laughs> um, so for anyone listening, sports not your main thing. You're a stand-up comedian and you're an actor. A stand-up comedian and actor. The reason I bring up the actor thing is because I did, something did go out on TV that. Yeah. Probably <laughs> probably led to this happening. Yeah. Was it last year? About this time last year, I was uh, I auditioned for and was hired as the chubby fireman in The Little Ads. Um, <laughs> that's what it said in the brief. It said chubby fireman. <laughs> I did it. It was filmed out in Kildare. Talk about a clash of different worlds. I was... A lot of the other... The actors, you see, it was kind of juxtaposing myself and another fella against a load of male strippers and bodybuilders. There was me with hugging my breakfast roll while they were popping nuts and uh, eating tiny bits of fruit for their breakfast. So I suppose that did kind of go, well, fair enough, I I, I do need to lose weight. I also, uh, it would be kind of cool as well to think that maybe maybe I could get more roles as, as, as the not fat guy. 
Did you feel really kind of bad about yourself when you were not so much? I I can understand why you'd feel bad on the shoot because you're you're standing against like, you know, Adonis's and big chiseled dudes and stuff. But when I went out, your family and your friends, I remember watching and going, "Oh, it's a funny ad, and it's funny because it's Stephen." But it's really pointing you out as, as just that fat dude, and and, and the the ad itself is like, "Haha, look, funny fat dude." Yeah, there was a bit of me cringing for myself, but at the same time. Uh, would I do it again? Yes. Yes, I would. Like, I was doing it as a comedian uh, and an actor. I was doing it, you know, it was a comic actor piece. So I was kind of divorced from it in that regard. But at the same time, you know, I was kind of topless and forcing my belly out. Not that there was much forcing involved, but, you know, it was very kind of like, oh, this would be shameful <laughs> if I had any shame left. Yeah, I must get. To, I'll get that ad and put it on the Facebook. So for when you're listening to this, pop over to our Facebook page and check out that ad. Mm. It's no, it's good. It's good. I just wanted to ask you about that because when it comes to, to losing weight and stuff, that's the prime example of something you've done that's been on a national level. That not that you were a joke, but yeah, you were involved in a joke about something that just happened to your body was a subject. Yeah, that happened. Was that the first time you were made to feel very self-conscious about your body? Or, or would you... Is that something you'd think about regularly? Like, I've always kind of generally fluctuated in my weight from being quite heavy to being thin. I like food, so I'm going to... You know, I generally... I'll, I'll eat a lot, and then if I'm not in control of, of, of maybe my exercise and stuff, uh, I will put on a lot of weight. And then I'm also, in some respects active enough so we picked the name health binge for a reason and that's because i i do sort of health binge rather than lose the weight and keep it off i know i know myself it's sort of part of my personality that that i sort of have a one-track mind when i decide to do something i go go all out on it and also because you like ice cream so much you wanted hb in the title true that (laughs) we need a goal is what needs to happen to judge progress what did you weigh when we weighed you last week? 18.12. With that as our starting point, we've got about 12 weeks. Where do you want to finish? I would like to finish on 13.12. The reason I said 13.12 is because it's a nice, even five stone loss. So you've got three months? Three months. Three months to lose five stone. I think that's doable. Like later on, to the, later on, we're going to meet Gar Ben from City Gym, and he's going to talk you through very basic levels of fitness, things that you can do. He's going to give you a routine. Yeah. And I think from there, you're going to know yourself, and he'll be able to tell you how much you're going to be able to lose. Yeah, I doubt he'll uh, agree that five stone in three months is kind of a double. Th- and it mightn't be double, but in in even if it even if I don't achieve it in the the twelve weeks of the podcast, it's going to be the long term. Yeah, but no one's going to care after the podcast. Once this is over, uh, they might. I'm going to try, <laughs> but like being realistic, it's, it's a big ask. Last week we wager. Yeah. You came in at eighteen twelve. We put it up on the Facebook, and I'm going to play you a clip now in a minute. You you weren't very happy about it. Uh, no, I wasn't happy with it. I thought I'd be about seventeen ten. That's where I was hoping I'd be. To hark back, the last time the heaviest I had been was sev- about 17.10, and I hadn't weighed myself in eons, but I didn't think I'd gotten to that. The funny thing is, I look in the mirror, mm. and I always think, ha, I look great. I don't feel like I, I've ballooned 
the way I am, but I know in my own health and my inability to play sports and things, yet you do feel it. But I just I didn't realise that it would be as bad as it was. That was a big shock for you. I mean, you looked pretty upset. Did that last? It was more so just a feeling of, oh, it will probably be two weeks before I even reach where I imagined my start starting point would be. That was frustrating. Just because of the, the difficulty of losing any of it and the hardship that you go through trying to get there, only to find that you you're where you thought you were initially after after maybe two weeks so okay well we'll take a listen to it and we'll see we'll see how you feel about it a, a week later all right steve we've just done the way in yeah you look a little bit dejected yeah i am i wasn't expecting it the highest weight i've ever been was 1710 which and this is a stone and two pounds over that and that was going back to the 2010 around Christmas I was 17 snow 10 and now I'm 18 12 of course I, I dropped down a good four <laughs> four stone in between but maybe in some respects that's why health binging isn't ideal but I do need to get down the way quickly and not well, quickly enough just because of sort of the summer I don't want to be just massive for the summer essentially bikini body look i know for the show that it's like obviously a goal but just uh, as we've just done it now and looking at you i can tell you truly like i'm i'm got it for you yeah well like i think because i'm just getting my head around the fact that i'm i'm going diet and, and going trying to get healthy again i think i'm only just getting my head around it and that was an awful wake-up call because i have not weighed myself in months and I was not near there the last time I did, so I just, I wasn't expecting it. I, I thought there would be some sort of plateau that I would have, uh, that I would have just, you know, this, this dude isn't getting any heavier, but apparently not. Do you think it's a good thing? Because if, I, if it, Yeah, I think, like you mean being shocked. Kind. Being shocked, and if you had come in and went, right, I'm gonna be 17, and you landed at 17, who needs to pass their own expectations? You go, well I, well, I don't need to work so hard now. So to get this and go, I need to work harder. Yeah, just I know though from before, it just means that after a lot of effort, I'll still be at a weight that's slightly demoralizing. After I've lost the stone, I'll only be arriving at the weight I expected to be in the first place. So that, that, I think, is not so much where I am now. It's more so that I know when yeah. it starts to get hard, the bar has now been raised. It's a setback, but it's, it's now at least we know where we were at. Yeah. Also, I will say it is a real kick in the hole because, like, I do now kind of go, okay, well, it has to start now. You know, there's a sort of a sense of panic that's just after setting in, which means, you know, it's not like I can can afford to leave this till after the weekend it sort of have just topped the agenda all of a sudden it's life now yeah absolutely yeah, it's just it's a reality now that i've checked it this is the absolute first day like we've we've just launched the facebook page everything starts today yeah so yeah, no, this I'm this is the heaviest you're going to be now i'm going to go shopping and try and get some healthy food so it's 
So that there's something there that I won't be picking. Also, I bought two beers. <laughs> like, I'd like to have them, but I, I'm not going to. Is there nothing inside you that goes, I've just got this news that I don't want to hear and, and I'll have these beers and those are my last beers? No. No, I think if I, if I procrastinate it, that just won't help. I'm thinking that's fair now. But I don't think I should, should wait till tomorrow morning. I think I'll, I'll go do that bit of shopping. I think I'll go for a long walk this evening and just try and at least wake up tomorrow. I know a lot of people will go, oh, it'd take me forever to lose two pounds, but I, I'd say if I farted, I'd probably fart two pounds out because I've just, you know, I'm at that unhealthy place whereby even if just my salt is probably regulated a wee bit and my stomach emptied, I probably lose a lot at the very beginning, no bother, and then, then it would start getting difficult. So at least I'll have that satisfaction for the first couple of days going, yeah, I've lost heaps of weight <laughs> until, until my body's kind of like, okay, now we've got to get rid of the fat. It's going to be an interesting trip. Yeah. Yeah, I am a bit demoralised as well to be starting from a place I was not expecting. But also, it's just, it just goes to show I need to do it. I'm also sort of wondering, like, there is an element of humiliation here. Because I've publicly volunteered myself. So <laughs> look at me, I'm a fascist. You know, and I've done this myself. But then at the end, you've won it yourself. Provided I win, but I will win. I have to, you know, I, I can't not really. So next week, we're, we're going to meet Gar. By the time this is going out and by the time people are hearing this, we're going to have met Gar in City Gym. Is there something between now and that point that you want to have achieved? I do think in that week because you know my body will just be sort of getting used to it and it could get rid of all the the water retained from salts and I had potatoes yesterday it's all the potatoes fault it's all the potatoes <laughs> I would have been 70 <laughs> if it wasn't for the potatoes so I reckon I can I could think I can get under the 18 stone four plateaus how was that? Grand. I need to get myself a thesaurus because uh, I used the word plateaus twice. <laughs> do you feel differently now, li- listening back to it and going, well, that was your reaction? Do you, are you almost like, oh, I was such obvious stupid to, to get so upset? No. I, I can really empathise with myself. <laughs> you know, I was upset. It was upsetting to just... It was a bit of a kind of a hop to realise that I was where I was. I think I'm doing okay. I think I've put in a good, good solid effort this week. You said you wanted to get down to eighteen. How'd that work out? I don't know yet. Well, you think you think you're? I mean, in around that ballpark, I would imagine. But I don't know. Have I broken it? Have I? I doubt if I have. But I might have. That was hard for me. This show, yeah, it's about you losing weight, but. I, I don't necessarily want to see you enjoy it. I, I want to put you through the ringer a bit. You know, I want to be able to take the piss. Mm. To see you being so upset about that, I, I felt, oh, I can't, I can't take advantage of him right now. That's a really, really vulnerable moment. I felt very bad. Like I said it on the recording, it was a kick in the hole. It was enough to kind of make me go, okay, well, this is somewhat embarrassing. <laughs> you know, 
so I had to do I had to do something and I did I put in a solid shift I think this week it wasn't an easy week either though it was quite difficult in that uh, everything I'm doing to try and like exercise tires me out I think was maybe the second day and the third day the second day I think I will, or the third day of, of the diet the Friday after the weigh-in I went to uh, went to Dublin and I just conked and fell asleep on the bus all the way back home the day after that as well I think I went to bed for about three hours in the middle of the day just because my energy was sapped from the exercise and also just the lack of I suppose uh, not eating as much food and things okay well we should talk about that now the kind of the transition you've made since you've been since you've been waiting and since we've started this project because I mean you've been putting some effort in yeah on Wednesday straight away after the the weigh-in I went to uh, I went for a big long walk and on Thursday then I had a, a football match Friday I went to Dublin and somewhat serendipitously I got the Lewis in the wrong direction and ended up having to walk a half an hour I was going up to Donnybrook I ended up having to walk a half an hour so that was kind of at least I, f- I felt good about having done that having gotten in that walk because you know I spent a lot of my day was spent on buses trying to get around but I was tired from just the dieting and the exercise since my body wasn't kind of used to it I've been sleeping like on the bus down I just can't probably snored as well and then on Saturday I think it was Saturday I cleaned up my bike and went for I cycled from Castle Connell as far as the university in Castle Troy and back out again again I was wrecked so I slept for a while on Sunday I had a match I was a sub though it was a hurling match and I was a sub but god I was even whacked after the warm up but I came on tour with about five minutes. I was unlucky. I could have gotten a goal, but uh, Connor Quirk got the goal instead. Um, you told me about that. You said you got robbed. Uh, yeah. Well, I hit the goalkeeper with the ball, and then it just got kicked in. It was all a bit sloppy. Even if I had gotten it, it, was, it would have been a sloppy goal. Anyway, I just would have preferred it for the story, for the narrative. See, that's the thing about you. You're fierce competitive. For a dude who, who got to put it out there, requires a show to help him lose weight. Yeah. You were annoyed that you didn't get the goal, but your man did. But he's on the same team as you. you just, your team still won. Yeah. Well, it's always nice to kind of go, ah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> in in the grand scheme of things, it makes no difference, but I just wanted to get the goal. On Monday, then, I climbed Keeper Hill, which is the highest peak in the Silver Mines Mountains in Tipperary. I hiked that. It was about three hours from the bottom to the top. Um. But funnily enough, I didn't feel as exhausted as I thought I would be after it. Yesterday I was to have a match, but I think it was Palace Green didn't show up for it. We were tugged out anyway, we trained, but the heels are cut off me, so you know I only put in kind of a half-arsed effort into the whole thing. You did, and you put up a big money old story on Snapchat. Yeah. If you're, if you're not at us on Snapchat yet, you can add... Health binge, all one word, so you get us. And yeah, Sunday night, Monday night, you just put up this horrible, miserable story of you sitting in your car going, I'm so hungry, I want to eat everything, and the other team didn't show up, and I was awful in training, and you're sitting in your car there crying. People have been messaging me going, is he alright? 
Yeah, no, I was a bit uh, mopey, <laughs> all right. I think I was just fed up because, like, I was hungry, but it was just a mixture of tiredness and the hunger was creeping up in me and I didn't want to eat because it was kind of late in the evening. Yeah. And was generally crap at training because uh, cause my feet were cut to ribbons. So I was a bit mopey. Your poor family. Did you drink those two beers? Which two? Oh, no, I didn't. But I did have two beers on one of Friday night. You didn't Snapchat that, though, did you? Two Guinness. I Snapchatted the following morning making the admission <laughs> that I had had them. I sort of, yeah, there was a bit of kind of, okay, I, if I, in the interest of honesty, I should also Snapchat the bad things that I do. Not to be kind of like, look at me, I'm great. You know, just to try to keep it somewhat balanced mm. um, so I did but also it was difficult I wanted you know I wanted to have a few drinks it was uh, it was a Friday night and and I did I too and then I said okay right I'm going home because I had to go home uh, otherwise I just kept drinking kept drinking and so you know that th- that is the downside as well because I just kind of had to go home is your body feeling different yeah, I definitely say if it's not lost weight, the bloatedness has generally dissipated. Because you were blaming potatoes for your your yeah. salt weight, like did I? C- I could definitely, I can definitely feel it in in my my belly that uh, it's just not kind of hanging down as much as it might be. Also, I suppose the exercise and things, you know, is the bloatedness has gone and like. Uh, Yesterday in train I did, no, the forty sit-ups and forty other yokes where you kind of twist side to side for the abs as well. And it's great that you know the name of the <laughs> the twisty yokes. <laughs> and uh, and just my stomach is kind of I suppose the muscles in it are probably a bit tighter as a result, and my calves are killing me from. You've always had problems with your legs anyway, haven't you? Yeah. Well, this this is just muscle muscles that are tired because they're kind of going what the hell I wasn't expecting that yeah that's a big thing like people say oh exercise gives you energy and all this but it does but you kind of you know probably need to be doing it for a good while before yeah like you, you see, get that energy you seem knackered after the, the last few things you've I been was, doing I was wrecked all week now I was very tired after it I do think though like yesterday I trained even though I didn't put in a huge effort, I wasn't absolutely wrecked, the same as I would have been maybe the previous Thursday. So I am, and even after climbing Keeper, which I thought would have me killed, I wasn't as bad as I thought I would be because I, I think it's just because I'd gotten into a routine of it and I quickly sort of went, okay, it's not as bad as all that. So I, have, I do think there is an improvement, even though it's only a week. We're going to do the food diary now. It's going to be a part of the show that we're going to do every week just so people can see your progress and go, okay, well, he really has changed what he's eating. Before we do this week's food diary, maybe just, what, what do you normally eat? We, like, a lot of time when, when we've made or something, we generally go get lunch and we go somewhere like Chicken Hut. Yeah, I have or, or an awful fondness for uh, bad food. Yeah, I, I would eat a lot of chips, burgers, deep fried chicken, chocolate, beer. sweets, beer. Do you ever have, like, a day that you think back and go, oh, can't believe I ate that or, or, or oh yeah what's the most horrible I'm not going to say guilty pleasure because last week I was going to Killarney with Danny Ryan we were going down we did a gig in Killarney 
and uh, I stopped in the same chipper on the way down and the way back. Oh, <laughs> what kind of gap had you between? Like, I don't know, I suppose four, four hours, five hours maybe. Or that's a gap you'd have between meals, but I not know, between chippers. I know, I know but, but even, you know, I was inside and kind of, should I just say, can I have the usual, please? Did the person behind the counter come They were the same in? person. I assumed they did, yeah. It was pretty. <laughs> what would you snack on? You know, if you're at home watching a movie or something, would you get yourself in some... Like, I'd normally go somewhere and, and get... Like, if I was going... That's I nearly could, worse, though. Yeah, I'd normally, you like, if I was going to a chipper, I might just, I'd probably go and eat it there for the simple reason, like, I didn't want to be bringing it around with me. So, <laughs> so I, you know, I'd go to whatever supermax and I'd sit down there and I'd eat and then head away again. On your own? So on my own, yeah. I'd... That's a hell of a snack food, though. Yeah. Get yourself a bag of crisps and sit down and go to watch a movie. Uh, yeah, funnily enough. While I could happily eat loads of crisps if I've decided I'm going eating crisps, I wouldn't go eating crisps very often, but I would eat sweets and pick on sweets a good deal. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> this week, in the last week, give us your food diary. Okay, I left here on Wednesday and I went to went shopping and I got a watermelon. Um, <laughs> I bought some apples, bananas... I bought a steak and mushrooms for the next day. Following day, then I ate the fruit for my breakfast, the watermelon, apple, banana. And then I had steak and mushrooms for my dinner. Then the following day, I think my I think I had, my mother made me a, a salad with a bit of, I know the cod or whiting, fish, rocket leaves, and it had chilli sauce, sweet chilli sauce on it and a bit of cheese yeah you had to go into the cheese <laughs> what i'm more conscious of was the sweet chili sauce because it's the sugars i'm kind of really trying to cut back on then the following day i went to dublin i had just piece of fruit in the morning and i was in rte studios so i got soup in the canteen which was pretty gammy because i was looking around and you just kind of dropped that one there you were in rte studios yeah, I was up doing a bit of filming. Um, I was doing F- Fair City. So oh, that's okay. Sorry, I thought it was something interesting. You know the way the canteen is sort of, it's subsidised and I got the soup, which was gammy because I was looking at everyone else's subsidised dinners and they were like stacked on their plates and I was like... Oh, healthy food? Not healthy enough that I would kind of decide. There was a salad bar there, but I didn't go near it. I was also kind of shy on time. Um, See, that's interesting because you can't imagine Maria McAllen eating big burgers while she's No, she probably gets the soup too. Sunday night I went to the cinema and I had popcorn. Yesterday now was probably my worst in terms of quantity and what I ate. What I have, I chowder, two slices of brown bread, and I had Singapore noodles, which like is generally fine, but... It, you know, there's a lot of carbs and stuff in there. That, and I picked it a few chips and a bit of fish. But again, I didn't eat a lot of that. That was just kind of... That's week one, you, yeah, you're yeah. eating into it. Later in the evening, I had a sort of... One of them small little bread rolls. And it had uh, a bit of salami in it. And a bit of brie cheese. And a bit of lettuce. 
Yeah, the cheese is your big downfall. The bread was the one that I was kind kind of more concerned about because I'd like to stay steer. Rather than the wheel of brie you stuck in between it. Yeah, the brie, again, I'm not too bothered with this because there isn't sugars in it, really. It's, well, it's just cheese. fat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, it's the sugars I'm more concerned about than, than the cheese. As long as I'm not, like, going to town on the cheese. Looking back on your on your food diary now, do you feel... Do you feel it's given you more energy? Do you think it's affected you in any way? Well, I th- it's really, I think, it's the first couple of days contributed to my tiredness. I was very tired. And it can make me a bit narky and cross. If I is it eating better doesn't mean eating less, necessarily? No, but there is a bit of both to it. I do have to eat less, because what am I going to do? Eat the exact same quantity as I was eating, except in salad. You know, I am going to eat less you know, trying to normalise portions and, and that kind of thing. Now it's time to talk about the challenges. Yes. Each week, I think it would be boring for people and for me if we were just to sit here and do nothing. Like I said before, I, I want this to be a little bit tough for you and something that I can just use as a stick to poke you with and make sure you're not, ha- you're not having the best time. I'm arranging for you to try out something different. And this week, which are very basic, so you can get a good, you can hit the ground running with a, a good general knowledge and fitness. So we're going to City Gym in Limerick to meet the owner, Gar Ben. He's going to take you through some fitness things and we're going to talk about diet a little bit and the best way to go about that. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I'm just wondering how much chastising I'll get at the same time for kind of doing everything wrong. I feel like I'm sort of doing probably the alternative medicine of the fitness world, you know, that I sort of come up with all these ideas myself about how, how and what I should be doing so it might be no harm to have somebody just straighten me out a wee bit on it he is and he's very professional dude they really know what they're doing down there I think it'll be a great help for you to start here yeah uh, no harm to get a kind of idea of what to do because I find that very intimidating when I go to a gym I, I just look at everything and I go I'm, I'm not sure what I'm meant to do you know I could lift the weights but is there how many times do I lift the weights uh, yeah and it's intimidating going to a gym it's just it? I don't know what to do that's the that's the real thing I just I look at all the stuff and kind of go okay and there's so many people around you who know what they're doing yeah you know it's not many times in your life where you walk into a room going everybody knows more than me yeah and even like I know from doing things in the past there's just if I if I'm let loose on a gym there's no rhyme or reason as to what I'm going at you know generally kind of pulling on levers and stuff glad you said levers there <laughs> um, yeah it would be good to at least have somebody explain to me what what I should be getting at so now that you know what, what this week's challenge is is it something you want to get out of it well yeah I'd like to know at the end of it generally have a very simple kind of idea of how I should approach a gym, what what I should be doing, kind of how, like, realistically, how much weights, you know. You keep coming back to this thing about the weights. Yeah. Are you, are you a bit afraid of the weights? No, it's just a, a little bit afraid, actually. Especially if I'm going to a gym on my own, I don't want, you know, be trapped under weights. It should be like a turtle on his back with the butch But But that can happen, you know. And it has happened to me once. Really? Yeah, because you you get too tired to lift it, and 
the weight comes down on top of you and you can't lift it and you're just stuck. How long were you stuck for? I wasn't stuck for very long, but, uh, you know, there was other people there to lift it up, but I was on my own and I just stuck under the weight. Were they taking the piss when they had to lift the, the weights off this fella? Oh, like it was, it, it probably wasn't. And if I hadn't been tired, I'd probably been able to lift it. But the thing was, it was a sizable enough weight. So that's kind of one of my concerns. I, I'd like to know how many reps and what, what weight I should be kind of able to do. Like, and I will say also, you know, oftentimes you just roll it down onto your waist and then you can sit up and then you're using different muscles and you're fine to move it. So you're not trapped, but it has happened to me once and it is a bit kind of scary. Okay. Well, I'm glad to know that because that would make my enjoyment of the whole experience so much more. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, let's go over to City Gym and see how we get on. Cool beans. Myself and Steve are here with Gar Ben in City Gym in Limerick. Gar, What's up, guys? Tell us, how did you get involved in fitness? What ended up happening was, um, I think I was about 17 when everything first started. I was waking up day after day with this kind of vicious pain on the right side of my chest. It was up really high, I thought it was a heartburn or something, so I was taking Rennies and stuff like that. Didn't go away, so I said it to my mother. She brought me to the doctor, right? And the doctor just kind of, um, it was the weirdest test I've ever seen. He put his hand flat on my back. And then just like two little knocks, just like that. And he goes, do you hear that? And I was like, no. Like, what is it? He was like, okay, I'll do it on the opposite side. And it was like a thud, right? And he said, the hollow sound. He's like, your lung is after collapsing. Oh I was my like, God. all right. And he goes, uh, so what do I have to do about this? And he was just like, ah, well, you have to go to the hospital. I was like, all right. So when should I go? Will I go today or I'll go next week or something? He goes, no, no, it's imperative that you go immediately. I thought it was just a collapse. I was like, ah, oh, it's nothing serious, you know. I'll just go out and see what this is about. And it was painful, but not enough to kind of warrant some worry, you know. So mm. I went out anyway, and um, as I actually got there, it ended up going from like what was like a 30% collapse, which isn't extreme and doesn't need surgery, to like a 70 80% collapse, which is like you need immediate surgery or like immediate relief, you know. Mm. So I kind of get there, I said to the doctor, I don't feel too bad, you know, I feel pretty good. They throw through an x ray, they're like, it's not as bad as we thought. Then all of a sudden I was like, okay, it's actually getting a little bit worse. He's like, okay, we'll re-x-ray it. Then he looked really worried. He's like, okay, okay, you're about like 70, 80% collapsed. We have to get you in for an operation, right? So he has to go in. They can't put you to sleep or give you a painkiller because it slows your respiratory rate. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is the thing. So he gives me a local anesthetic between the ribs, right? Then gets a scalpel. Sorry, no, if this is turning you off. Gets a scalpel opens up between the ribs and sticks his fingers in. I started screaming. I said, like, what are you doing, what are you doing? He goes, oh, this is just a procedure. Nothing to worry about oh. here. He, oh. was, he was as like calm as could be after he's telling me that nothing's going on. He then put a, a tube from the floor up into the middle of the lung. Then sews it into place and that stays there for like, geez, I think it was like two, two months or two months and two weeks or something like that. Basically after that then, the lung actually fixes itself, which is the most amazing thing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So basically what happens is the lung detaches from the, 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 the wall, the chest cavity, collapses down to like this just small sack at the bottom of the, the chest cavity. And all that excess place is just air that's leaked from the lung. So when they put the tube in through the ribs, they drain that excess air and then the lung, just like a balloon, comes back into place. Wow. It's pretty cool, right? So how many lungs have you now? So I still have two lungs. It fixed oh. itself, right? But this is where it gets interesting, right? 
So they call it like spontaneous pneumothorax. I, they give me painkillers after I just get knocked out. I wake up and say, Doctor, what happened, man? What, what, what caused that pain? I don't want to ever go through it. It was it's a spontaneous pneumothorax. Pneumothorax is the, the collapsed lung part. Spontaneous meaning they don't know why it happens. Right? Oh. Okay, so he goes, it, it happens predominantly to 18 to 22 year old males, tall, thin, with uh, light colored eyes and fair colored hair. Yeah, like, so like that couldn't be more accurate of, uh, you know, like, like my description, you know? Uh, I was a lot thinner at the time as well, you know? <laughs> After a while then he says, it just happens, get over it, probably won't happen again. I said, all right, cool. A year and a day later, <laughs> a pain comes back that's all too familiar. Off I go again, exact same thing done on the right side, right? Just the other lung? No, so right side, twice, yeah. right? If you have a pneumothorax twice on the same side, you have to go to the head thoracic unit in Dublin in St. James's. They do this extremely painful, extremely long and tedious surgery. So I woke up from that and like, Jesus Christ, what happened? What, what is going on here? You know, it's the same spiel again, 18 to 22, tall, thin, unfit young men. So I said, like, okay, I, I got to get fit, right? So then I knew absolutely nothing about training and just jumped in the deep end. Ended up like running like five, six days in a week, weight training three, four days in a week. And I destroyed myself, right? I mean, like absolutely destroyed myself. And that was just the wrong way to train. I just did not realize at the time how... Um, you can keep simple training effective and that's where all the results are. But anyway, two years from when my right side happened, my left lung goes. Ah, no. <laughs> like, you can't write that, right? And just a funny side note here. Uh, I actually developed something which I'm pretty sure I'm the only person in the world to develop, which was willferlophobia, right? Now, this is absolutely ridiculous. The night before each lung collapse, I watched a brand new Will Ferrell movie. It's his fault. It's his Always fault. He's too funny, man. That's well, that's <laughs> not funny so enough. often that you gotta be like, ah, oh, Jesus, not again. Bloody lungs collapsing. That's basically what happened. It's a Tuesday. So they sent me. Yeah, that's My what happened. is completely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, what ended up happening was, I realised that um, I had to go up to St James's one more time uh, for the left side this time. It was kind of the attitude that you're describing there, Adam. I was like, okay, I'm just sick of this. I'm really just, I'm, I'm done with this. Uh, I was like a third year electronic engineer at the time. And I said, right, this, this is it. Before I go for surgery, before, because they could, um, they had to knock me out for this one. So before any of this happens, I goes, I'm dropping out of college because that's just not where I want to be in life. I was like, I want to do fitness. I want to lift weights. I want to help people, right? So I ended up dropping out of college right before I went into surgery, because I was like, if I'm going down, <laughs> I'm going down the way I want to. And I did not like college, so I'm dropping out just before. So I ended up waking up, I had to explain to my mother I dropped out of college <laughs> just before I went for a surgery. She didn't like that whatsoever. Then I ended up taking up uh, like just a NASA personal training course to start, and I've done like series of courses since then. And um, just decided like, gotta put my head down, find out the most relevant information that I can, and then make myself into some sort of like monster is what I was thinking at the time. Then you realize after a while, it's just just really nice and friendly, you know, there's no monster element to it. But I um, just ended up focusing on health over everything, ended up gaining, uh, I think I was uh, 47 kilos leaving hospital, which was like seven stone. At my height, I just looked like a skeleton. Wow. Um, then I'm up at like uh, 83 at the moment, so that was like a huge jump in the last like four years. You've pretty much doubled yourself. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get close to it for year five. I get close <laughs> to it, but um, yeah. So just basically learned 
just looked into some really good people like Danny Lennon, Breck Contreras, started okay. reading like good articles and stuff like that. After all that, then just uh, applied it. Like 51 weeks later after I became a trainer, I trained for like just, just under two years. Uh, 51 weeks after becoming a trainer, opened this place. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Thank you, man. <laughs> so you're pretty young. Yeah, yeah, um, 26. 26. Think about my age here for a minute. <laughs> yeah, 26. For people who, who mightn't have seen Gary, we're going to put our videos and stuff up on Facebook, but you're thin, you're young looking. Does that affect the way if someone walks in through the door and went, no, this guy? At the start, no, you're definitely right, man. Um, at the start, you could almost see it in the way someone will assess you just by looking. Mm. It's kind of like, ah, oh, he's too young to know anything, or he wouldn't know what he's talking about. He's years to gain yet. But kind of, it's got to the stage now where we've taken on so many people and we've built a nice, good reputation with good information, consistently putting it out there that people are like, oh, these guys do know what they're doing and it's, it's a lot easier now. But at the start, man, you're definitely right. It was very tough to kind of convince people that, uh, especially because I was only about like 50, 55 kilos. Yeah. So like people are looking at this like this skeleton saying like, he doesn't even look healthy. Do you know? Whereas I was trying to incrementally put on good weight the whole time rather than just ballooning up in weight. Yeah. So people were like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I could see it. You know, no one ever said it, but I could see it. But uh, over time, uh, we've built up a good rep, so. you built up yourself as well, you're. Yeah, thank you, man. <laughs> buff now. <laughs> Do my best. Your, your website says that you've, through your own experience, you developed your own style of training. Yeah, so, yeah. What's, what's that and how would it differ to like a gym down the road? That's in recent times, what I'm after seeing is like all over Ireland, if you look at places like, um, just to name a few, like we've got Hench in Belfast, you've got uh, RevFit and um, Abs Gym, it, both of those are in Glasnevin in Dublin, and Cork Strength and Performance down in Cork. All of these places, including ourselves, are on the same, um, we won't call it a trend, because it's, it's like what we like to call like real training, like real barbell training. We've seen so many fads come and go that just like it's people have found out that after one they're not effective ways of training. Do you know, I wouldn't say anything negative about any other training since we just found that this works for all of these places. Do you know what I mean? Okay. What kind of expertise do you, do you try to focus on here? And do you have different trainers that are like that's your go to guy for, for lifting or this is your go to guy for, for nutrition and things like that? What, what do you. In a sense, in a sense, uh, there's kind of like a, a really cool thing that I personally do and it, like you're the first two guys to hear about this and the rest of the guys in the office as well. But uh, what I'll actually do is when someone comes in for a personal training trial, I, I'll meet them personally, talk to them and I'll kind of, now if someone is interested in pure powerlifting strength, we've got Arthur who you met a while ago, like he's IPF uh, under 93 champion. He's going to the Worlds in Texas. He's a kick-ass trainer, right? He's legit. He knows what he's doing and he, he implements it as well. Then if it's kind of like a bodybuilding scene, like natural bodybuilding, it'll be our coach, Donica. He's competed in natural bodybuilding. Uh, again, he applies knowledge that he knows, you know? Uh, if it comes to nutrition, I'll do everyone's nutrition that comes here. But in a sense, that the really cool thing I try to do is I know all of my coach's personalities and I'll actually uh, personality match. So when someone comes in, uh, in a sense, all I'll try to do is chat to them and find out who they are and then I'll kind of see who they'd be compatible with. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And for me, that makes the most sense because as you saw through the whole training, we were chatting, having fun. That's the way it should be for everyone, man. It should, yeah. It makes it far more enjoyable. There you go. There you go. It's almost like you're not training. You're having a bit of a laugh 
with training in the background. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I try to personality match as much as possible. And I'll find that like different people are most definitely suited to different trainers. It took a while to kind of hone that craft, but like from now it's, it just seems to be matching up perfectly each member with each trainer. That's a, that's a solid way of doing it. Thank you. It's man. Yeah, yeah. You've got to be personal in pretty much everything you do. Exactly. Yeah. And like as you said, it's personal and it's personal training. Absolutely. Do you also it has to be a match. Exactly. And in terms of say with, with with Steve getting that personal aspect on it, if you were to go, I've seen. I know you haven't seen him long now, but you, would you get a gauge of where he should be going to try and maybe we'll be putting your goal weight, how much you want to lose to try and. I'd like. I want to get down to thirteen, twelve, fourteen stone, somewhere around that. So okay, 88 kilos. Okay, perfect. So you'd be sitting like five kilos heavier than me. Yeah. I like it, man. I like it a lot. So I go away, currently sitting at 120, looking to go down to, what do we say, 88, is it? Mm. It's a big jump. This is advice I can carry across to everyone that will be listening, is that make smaller goals along the way. So don't just look consistently at the end, because you'll have like weeks where you might go up a little bit in weight, drop a little bit, don't let every small fluctuation freak you out, you know? Uh, that's why I like what we do, because like you can take the focus off of the weight that you're trying to lose and focus on putting weight on the bar. Yeah. So, so that gives you a, a different different aim or a different focus. And in time, you realize that when you check back that you're down body weight without even trying because you have a, a focus on performance rather than dropping body weight and there's no kind of stigma around dropping anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're not freaking yourself out. Like worrying is probably the worst thing you can do. Yeah. I am a bit of a buzzer for setting ridiculous goals and then being disappointed. Believe it or not, that's um it's one thing I sit with everyone and um any of the guys that have ever sat in a consultation with me will know that that I will turn people away that if they have an unre it's not to be nasty, but I want people to be realistic with what they want, you know? So if they're saying, Jesus, I want to lose, um, would you say like 30, 40 kilos within like a, a year? I say, okay, it's, it's not achievable. So I want you to be realistic. What can you do? And they kind of say, like that kind of same grin, like, you you, you, know, you bastard. Don't be taking down my hopes and dreams. But there is like, like scientific literature which would say how much you should be dropping yeah and there is there is science yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> this, is, about this science. is quite relevant for you because i mean this would mean that health binging or the way you're going to bear it the amount of weight you want to lose in this amount of time is probably not advisable yeah it, that's what you want to look at like losing a healthy amount of weight yeah you know? so in terms of things that he could be doing Mm-hmm. Like just exercise wise, because I'm going to ask you about food in a minute. Oh yeah, sure. In the gym and at home, what could Stephen and maybe people like Stephen do that's not... So it's a good call, yeah. So what can you do different than what you've already tried? So if yeah. you're a person that says they've tried everything, and, you know, we get that the whole time. People say, I've tried everything. I say to them, well, have you tried like lifting weights consistently for a year? They say, actually, I haven't. I say, okay, <laughs> we'll try that. You know, I, it, like initially when you say to someone, oh, it's going to be an entire year it's kind of like, oh Jesus, you know, and you're like thinking, a really good way to put it is, how long did it take you to put on weight, right? And if someone says to you, oh, it took me like seven, eight years to put on this excess weight, you say to them, and how long do you want to lose your weight in? And they go, ah, oh, two weeks? And you're like, okay. So that, that gives someone like some like real depth to what they're trying to do. Do you know what I mean? Say, oh yeah, it was eight years putting it on, but I want to take it off in two weeks. 
right? I know a year initially seemed bad, but in the long run, you're kind of like, actually, it's not that bad overall. Stephen's like, oh, I don't like this <laughs> at all. They're all gone now. <laughs> you can't really put a price on health. And you, can't, you don't realize that until you're in a position like I was in when you end up in hospital. That's when you start thinking. Now, I had that realization very luckily, like in my, 20, in my early 20s. But like people don't realize that I would say in their 60s, 70s when stuff starts to deteriorate slightly. So just some basic moves. But then outside of gym exercise wise, just think about small habitual things that you do because we're, we're habit based creatures. You know, it's just like when we drive to the car park in the morning. Do we drive all the way to the door of work or could we park at the opposite side of the car park and walk and then take the stairs? You know, all this small additional exercise on a daily basis, that's what makes the big difference. Do you know, and then you're in the gym then doing your basic movements, building muscle. That's what you want. In terms of, of eating, I yes. know I'm jumping around from subject to subject no, no, here. No, no, What should he be eating that he's still eating enough? Because I think you've been cutting down on the bad food, so maybe I don't think you're eating enough, so why, it's why you're still hungry. What What... Is the difference between eating healthy and eating less? Eating healthy and eating less, right. It's, it's a very uh, debatable topic, but there's something that's, that, that we find works with everyone, and it's the idea of, again, like we talked about exercise, not attaching a stigma to anything, right? And even, like you can see, like a power right here, you know, like, okay, that's not that bad, but some days you might come in and see a can of Coke on the table, and people say, Jesus Christ, a trainer drinking a can of Coke? You know, and they freak out, like, oh my God, I can't believe a trainer would have this, and like a little known fact, Every day last year, I had one ice cream. Every single day. <laughs> yeah, right? Me How good probably. does that sound, right? <laughs> <laughs> everyone just kind of goes, oh my God, like, I saw this trainer posting photos of ice cream on Instagram. You know, oh, he's, what's going on here that's unhealthy? Yeah, so why is it unhealthy? I said, well, you know, it's fattening. You're like, no food's fattening. You know, and they're like, what do you mean it's not fattening? He's like, well, if you have a set amount of calories in a day, and you get all your nutrient-dense food somewhere else. One small ice cream that fits within your calories, it's no big issue. What kind of ice cream were you getting? <laughs> I was actually getting, I'm going to plug Gusto d'Italia William Street. <laughs> Best place in town. They are very good, I've heard them. They are Fantastic. awesome. My girlfriend works there as well, so I'm just plugging it. <laughs> no, I'm only joking, but um, yeah, so myself and all the guys, uh, you met Arthur downstairs? Yes. Uh, Arthur likes to say something the same as Kieran that you would have met upstairs. He was training, uh, yeah, the, the other member. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So basically, Arthur and Kieran say, I didn't get to my weight by accident. But like, meaning that they eat big enough to get to, like, Arthur is 93 at the moment, Kieran's 110 kilos. So they're big guys. Yeah, they're big guys. And as you can see, there's not that much body fat in them, but the whole lot of us eat ice cream all the time. So I do too. You don't need to feel guilty about the odd bar of chocolate as long exactly, as it's worked into what else you're eating that day. Exactly. So like if you could give some general guidelines is that energy balance works. So energy balance is calories in and calories out, right? Don't get bogged down on this. If you track with something like MyFitnessPal, it's an app you can get for any phone, track for a whole week, right? And you see that you're coming in, we'll just say roughly 3,000 calories a day. Now that's just a rough estimate. If you were looking to lose weight, it's just a general guideline, you could drop like 500 calories a day. Do you know, or a nice way to look at it is cut like 30% of your calories or 25 or 30% of your calories from that day. It's the same, additionally, if you're trying to bulk up, just do the opposite. Add in like an extra 500 calories a day, just for that example, or like 25, 30% per day. You know, you will find that you go up pretty quick or go down pretty quick. If you end up losing weight too quickly, which I know you think isn't an issue, <laughs> 
but it can be an issue if you find you're going down too quick just back off a little bit you obviously dropped a little bit too much calories and then overall we'll just say you came in at 2500 calories when you're dropping so you're in a calorie deficit just get like two grams per kg of protein right which we can work out for you in a couple of minutes uh, of lean body mass right so we just say like if you're a hundred kilo guy with 30% body fat that means you've 70 kilos lean body mass right mm. so two grams of protein per kilo is 140 grams of protein a day right right easy ways like to look at that like a chicken breast is roughly 25 30 grams 90% of your diet comes from whole foods like what is a whole food if you look at the ingredients it has one to two ingredients you know, if I ask you, like, what, what, how many ingredients are in uh, broccoli? How many ingredients are in it? One. Yeah, exactly. Whole food. It makes sense. There you go. Yeah. It's a whole food. It's not processed, you know? It's just, it's really easy information. People uh, think about, like, um, highly palatable foods. There's a guy sat in a lab thinking about how to, to trigger off your hunger hormones to give you a taste of more. That's his job. He sits there trying to, to make you want more of it. You know, think about it that way, right? Yeah, what a job he does. <laughs> yeah, he does a great job, right? But like, think about like overall, what you're looking to do is just get whole foods because that satisfies everything. You know, like you never see people eat too much broccoli, right? So this thing pauses to reflect. I can see the little hamster running around. Yeah, yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> you could smell it though, maybe. <laughs> so that's just an example. I don't even eat broccoli. It's just an example I'm giving. It <laughs> does tie us neatly in though, because I, I did say it to you earlier and I wanted to plug it, your five minute meals. Oh yeah. Which is a great part of your website. If you go on to citygym.com or citygymlk. Citygymlk.com. Uh, go to the blog, scroll down through, we have different sections, we've got nutrition, training, uh, mindset, different things. Click on nutrition. At the moment there's only breakfast up for five minute meals. It's just, just meals you can literally make within five minutes. It's as simple as that. And some of them they're, are great. They, you've got a lot of avocado and stuff. I'm a big fan of avocado. They're, they're there you go. not difficult to make. There you go. Those meals are really easy. I think like the first one had like the, the, the biggest hits of all. It's got like something like 1200 reads at this stage. It's wow. just like steak however you want cooked avocado and two eggs you know it's just really easy meal it and takes it five great. minutes it mm. looks fantastic tastes fantastic it's really high in protein which is what we're talking about trying to get we got some nutrient dense foods with the eggs egg yolks and we've got the avocado in there so it's a really nice meal to have bit of a heavier question when people think about it jim yeah. they're thinking about your body it's all about your body and lifting and repping and everything Mm -hmm. Do you try and include the mind in anything like this, like something like meditation? Would you encourage clients to go out and look after that part of their body too? For sure, man. Um, like how you perceive everything is going to be um, what makes or breaks you. You know, so like uh, meditation for a lot of people helps. There's a really, I just feel like I'm just here telling you about apps, but there's a really good app called Headspace. You used that before? I've heard a lot about it. It seems to be absolutely brilliant. It's fantastic, man. Um, it kind of, It'll teach you how to meditate even in a loud environment. So even if we caught all the noise here, you can hear music in the gym. There'll probably be like guys are warming up, there'll be bars dropping in a minute. I've often used Headspace in the office while stuff is going crazy downstairs. I, I say to everyone that comes in here, a lot of high stress people will come in here. You know, they have their own business, they don't have time to train, and when they do train, they want to make it really effective. And that, that's of course why we would hire a personal trainer, right? Of course. So they come in, and they're saying, geez, I'm so stressed. I haven't been sleeping. That's affecting my eating. My sleep, my lack of sleep and my lack of eating is affecting my performance in the gym. 
You know, so you say to him, look, take 10 minutes. And that's the whole thing about Headspace. They call it take 10. You take 10 minutes. A lot of people find it really helpful first thing in the morning. And it kind of categorizes what they have to do for the whole day. You come out with this almost clarity of a plan of what you have to do for the day. And a lot of people said that that's helped them a lot. Um, again, like we chatted a good bit of mindset upstairs, just asking you how you're feeling. It really, it's really important to check how someone is feeling the whole way through it. And just to make sure that it's enjoyable over everything, you know? And that way you'll keep progressing week after week after week. Even if you're not with a trainer, just to clarify, if you're on your own training in the public gym, make sure you enjoy what you do. I know I got a little bit taken off course there, but like that, that's I think the main, main take home point for mindset is you have to really enjoy what you do. Garrett, where can people find City Gym? Can you give us a little more info on how people can join or where they can find you online? No problem. You can check us out online, guys. www.citygymlk.com. Got Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook all under the names of City Gym LK. Thank you very much, Garrett. No bother. Thanks for coming in, guys. Okay, we're just back from City Gym with Garrett Ben. Again, you can get that on www.citygymlk.com. Have to say, what a dude. That sound dude, yeah. I'm 100% sure that it came through in the interview, but he is just one of the most positive people. <laughs> yeah, even when he was talking about his lung collapsing repeatedly, he was just like the optimism just was shining through all of his... 100%. Absolutely great, dude. Definitely, you're down in Limerick and looking to get into shape. Gotta get yourself down there. Really nice people. We met some other people working there too, and they were very, very nice. And I drew at the when it came to pushing the uh, yeah. sled. So tell me how you feel after it. I feel good. I don't like. I don't feel killed. My arms are. I can feel a little bit of tension, and but or not tension, but just you know, a little soreness. I'm sure tomorrow I'll. They'll, I'll probably feel a little more ache, and in my moves as well your tits are sore yeah you've bit. got sore tits sore tits <laughs> yeah they're a bit sore uh, from you know just putting stuff behind my back so take us through really quick just what you did so we did uh we started out doing some squats and he kind of worked me up to try find exactly what was you know how much was cool to do without ben jackson me the thing was to keep my legs and my heel, my legs apart about shoulder width and my heels to the ground, which was the thing if you're, because your heels can come up when the weight is coming down. So it's just really to focus on that and kind of to do it slower as well so that you're, you're more focusing on the form rather than on the doing it quickly or anything. Which was the hardest one? Because you did, you did bench presses when you were lying down on the bench, the bench and you press. did it from squatting. But the thing is, the squatting was all in my legs, and my legs are generally pretty strong. But my my arms and, and upper body isn't isn't particularly so. When I was doing the bench press, and also the manner in which I was doing it, I again my boobs are sore. Your sore tits. And that I felt it was because I was I was lifting it directly above me. When I was bringing it down, I was bringing it down kind of in front of me a little as opposed to coming down straight. And I think that's why my cleavage is now sore. So as a challenge, obviously this is the first episode that was your very first challenge. Like yeah. I said, we started off with the gym. How, how do you rate that as a challenge? Well, I think I can benefit hugely from that because I can go away now and I have an idea of what I'm going to do and what I should do. And even if I just kind of keep tipping at that. Do you see yourself keeping it up? I have to develop a routine because it is something that you kind of need to do in routine. 
you know, in terms of keeping up, I can do it again, sure. But the trick is to do it frequently. But do you, do you want it, is what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, 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 I do. Even just, I think it's a good thing to be doing. I think, you know, because I don't want to be losing strength just because I'm, you know, dieting. And of course. And it, you know what? It seems a great atmosphere to do it in. Because there, there was some big dudes there that, like, walking into the building, I, I was pretty intimidated. But they were, they were gents, you know, that, that's somewhere that you could definitely, the people around you are going to wish you well and, and push you on. Yeah, no, there's a nice atmosphere up there. I'd love to take a look at the class because we were doing a kind of a personal trainery type thing. I'd love to just do one of the classes, see what the crack is like there, because that could be fun. Great. One challenge down. One challenge down. I'll let them to go, maybe. <laughs> if you make it there, if you haven't dropped down by that time. Yeah. We've been getting a pretty good reaction since we've launched the Facebook page. Yeah, I've been surprised actually. I did. I thought it would probably take a few weeks for people to kind of clue in, but people were very supportive of it. So I'm thinking maybe in every show we take some time to to read out the comments we've been getting, well, especially in the first one, because I think it's good for you to get that that moral support that has been shown hugely on the internet so far. Yeah. So I'm going to read out a couple of comments here that we've gotten from people. Maybe you can read a few too. The first one, you read that out first there. It's from Meyer Branagh really wishing you the best of luck but you look great as you are that's nice that was nice for her. and the, yeah. Amira's a lovely girl though we've got another one here from Andrew Lady. Joyce you look amazing hon XXX yeah completely sincere next one is in from Carl O'Reardon you'll be midfield for a hand come the knockout stages of the championship no doubt about it yeah I think that's a, <laughs> a bit of a stretch as well you think? I think that's very supportive. The next one is from Donica Tiernan. Do you want to read that one out? Oh, you're going to cry. Puffed her, eh? That was on, that was on the video of, of the, the wing, wasn't it? Yeah, actually, it could have been. And the next one is from James Campbell. You should write a book telling us your secrets. I don't think that's about weight loss at all. No, just my secrets. <laughs> that's what people want to see. What would you put in a, in a book if you, were, if you were writing about your secrets? Which can't publish it, can you? It wouldn't be secrets then. We've got a strange one in on Instagram saying looking good and a little thumb thing and then a little hand with a hole in it from Babes of Iron. Babes of Iron. Ah, thanks Babes of Iron. Next one up is from Cy Wood. Actually I, I really liked this as an idea. Cy wrote in asking what my weight was that he was going to try lose weight too and would follow my progress which uh, I thought was actually a dynamite uh, idea. And I got a, a private message from somebody else. I won't say who they are, because uh, private message is a private message. But it, it, I, I think it's great to have somebody to maybe to compare off of. Like you were saying there earlier, that uh, I am that little bit uh, competitive. So, so it sort of gives me somebody to, to just bounce off a bit with it. But it's great, I like that. Before we've even launched the show, this is someone who's reaching out going, hey, you're doing this. Yeah. I'm glad you're doing it. And it seems to be motivating him to do something too, which is, which is great. Yeah. So I, I, I do think that's dynamic. And if anyone is listening and does fancy writing in their weights and their progress, do. Cause do. If you don't want to do it publicly, you can private message us on Facebook or you can email us on thefellowbusterscomedy at gmail.com. And it will be. It is just, it is nice to get that that bit of support I didn't think we'd have such a, a huge reaction on the first week of support so I went out and I contacted a couple of people to get some messages of, of well wishes and good luck for you so I'm going to play that now 
Okay. Hi Stephen, best of luck with your weight loss program. I always found the best way for me to lose weight when I was your age was to do heroin twice a day. If you're ever feeling down and you feel that you can't do this, just remember, I will be there for you to send you Snapchats of me eating pizza and drinking beer. Best of luck, I give it a week. Hi Stephen, here you're going on a health binge. Just want to wish you all the best of luck with it and hopefully you'll encourage a few others to take up some form of fitness anyway. Hello, Stephen. You know, I've always thought you had a sweet ass. Don't you go changing, honey. <laughs> Hi, this is Stephen's dad. Go for it, Steve. Just a few more pounds and you can be loser of the week. Good luck with losing the weight, Stephen. Although you are uniquely skilled in this area. What for you being a massive loser and all. <laughs> Good luck, dude. Hey, Steve. Just want to wish you all the best with your weight loss journey. I think it's an awesome thing you're doing, and I'm sure you're going to knock it out of the park, man. And also, just something to keep in mind, I think if God really wanted us to be able to touch our toes, he'd probably put them on our knees. All the best, dude. You're going to do great. Hi, Steve. Wishing the very best on your weight loss journey. Hello, Stephen. It's me, Donica. Hello, Zelen. We'd like to wish you the best of luck in losing weight. Best of luck. I'd, I'd just like to lay down a few ground rules. Be careful it doesn't turn you gay. But this is Adam, no? Yeah, we're sending the clip to Adam. What are you... Ah, oh, sorry. Thanks. There's <laughs> a shout-out for Adam Leahy and Stephen Ryan. Listen, lads, the best of luck with your new podcast. I think it's a great idea, and I, I wish you the best of luck with it. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I'm a bit hurt. I never knew Stephen was smuggling around excess weight with him you know he's a sneaky sort of fella and uh, the the more i think of it now it was a dirty rotten trick he played on us all going around with them old sharp suits and all you notice is the cravat on him or the old spotty handkerchief inside in his top pocket that's all you'd be focusing on and his old james bond head in him but it was pure obvious when he had the old tipperary jersey on him there the other night look at all we can do is wish him the best of luck but I think it was a sneaky trick. Next time I see him, I'm going to pull that cravat off him and I'm going to bait him with it. Hi, I'm Stephen's brother Richard. I just want to wish him the best luck in his fitness goal. Make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah, he was going for a slogan. Make it like happen. an Obama poster and make it happen. Yeah. Now what do you think of that? Was a lot of positive. That was that was nice. No, it was nice. Um, some of them were very funny as well, except for Andy's. And this wasn't funny. No, it is It is nice. It is good to have a bit of support doing it. Yeah, those are the people you can't let down now. Mm. We're just coming up to the end of the show, so I think now is time to talk about next week's challenge. Yeah. Stephen doesn't know what challenges are coming to him. He found out earlier today that we were going to go to the gym, and I think he got off pretty easy. The gym, everyone goes to the gym, and I'm not happy with that. I'm not happy with that at all. I think that's, you know, it was great, but I want to see him suffer. Physically and mentally. So next week we are going to Clonmel. Right. To meet a girl called Stacy, who is an award winning pole dancer. Right. And she's going to take you through the paces and teach you a little bit of pole dancing. What do I wear? How, how is what do I wear? Your reaction to finding out you're going I'm sorry, pole in my head I just, like, I associate pole dancing with kind of striptease, kind of. So. <laughs> so I, can get, I can get you a bikini if that makes you more comfortable. 
doing it on my own. I can't imagine Barney go kind of ring a ring a rosy around the pole. Like, I'm not going to be able to lift myself up, and I'm not very flexible. This is why we're going. Yeah. A lot of people now are, are using pole dancing as a way to get fit. So that kind of stigma of the whole pole dancing is for strippers has kind of gone now. It's, it's really, really growing as a way of, of... I imagine not a lot of them, though, are 18 stone 12 men with very limited flexibility. Mm. A little nervous? Curious. I, I do kind of hope on my own not have other people looking at me, laughing at me. That's an understandable fear. Yeah, yeah. I'd I feel the same if I was getting up on, on a pole and doing a new thing. Especially because you've never done it before, you know nothing about it. That's tough. I wouldn't say nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've seen the film. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I have the idea in my head, the image of what this is. And I just like picture myself legs akimbo swinging out of the pole upside down which I know realistically isn't going to happen but this is uh, the image I have of pole dancing and I just can't reconcile myself with what the reality of pole dancing might be so is there a, a goal of, that we could bring up now that you go okay if I get this far I'm happy getting up on the pole being off the ground that's got to be, that's got to be absolute basic. You have to do at least that. Well, uh, like, I probably could kind of... You're mimicking <laughs> hugging something there. People yeah, can see that. Knot myself around the pole and kind of just hoist myself up slightly. But like, I can't Like a it. sloth. I can't do a chin-up, so... So like, going on a pole would be quite different. So what... Like, I imagine it'd be somewhat similar in terms of the muscles that one would use. I could slide down one like a fireman. It always comes back to the fireman. <laughs> but I, I just can't imagine myself um, being able to do anything, essentially. <laughs> well, do make sure to tune in for that next week. We're going to be putting some images and, and videos up on the Facebook so you can keep up with it there as well. And let's see how Stephen gets on in his first foray into pole dancing. All right, Steve, we're at the end of the show. It's time for the moment I've all been waiting for. The weigh-in. Now for people listening, we're also going to post this on Facebook. So you can join us over there and see Stephen's reaction once again. Stephen, get yourself over to the weighing scales. Right. Are you nervous about this week's weigh-in? Maybe. I'm going to take off my shoes. I had them off last week. <laughs> By God, I'm not going to gain two pounds of shoe. <laughs> okay. Eighteen seven. Fuck. 18.7. How much of a difference is that? Sit down again, get your headphones back on. 18.7 is five pounds. Five pounds you've lost. You know, in a week, that's fine. I mean, it's, we're still progressing. It is fine. So you're not happy? No, not really. Five pounds is fine. It's great. Just, I would have liked to have been down around the 18th stone mark. But look, that was pretty much losing a stone. If you were to do that, you would have been losing a stone, and that's a radical amount for a week yeah, anyway. But I, I think you've done really well doing that. Yeah. It's okay. It's all right, that's all it is. What a way to round up a first episode. It's fine. It's okay. It's a metaphor for the entire show. Actually, do you know what? If I was down two pounds more, I'd have been happy with it, because that would have been a half stone. Mm. If I was 18.5, and I, I guess just... 
And what's more, do you know what the annoying thing is? It's 187 on the button, which means it would look 186 if it was like an ounce less. Of course. <laughs> Damn. Ah well, at least if it's up this week uh, at 187, there's a higher chance of me getting down next week. Yeah, and you didn't go up. Oh no. God, if I'd gone up, <laughs> if I'd gone up, it's just with that amount of effort, it's it's frustrating to see it go slowly. But you're, da- you're down, don't I'm beat down. yourself up, I'm you're down. down. I'm down, I'm down. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's it for this week, if you want to follow us, you can catch us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash health binge podcast, on Snapchat as health binge, and also on Instagram as health binge podcast. Stephen? Do it to the max.